Hello, my friends. I am so excited. We are just a few days away from Christmas. And so that means we're in week four, peace. And for yesterday's Advent reading in the Facebook group, Christine did such a great job of guiding us through the soap note. So I didn't make a separate Advent podcast for that particular passage. We are moving on here to day 20, which is Ephesians 2, verses 14 through 22. And the word peace shows up in this passage multiple times. So you'll be able to find that and circle it in your Bible as we read along. A lot of times um, just doing that physical act kind of allows me to see the thread of a repeated word. That's a great process that you can do, whether that's in your S or your O section of your reading. But before we dive in, as usual, let's ask the Lord to guide our time. So with a Bible and a journal and your favorite quiet place, perhaps um, the Advent candles lit in front of you or a nice cup of coffee in hand, let's just invite the Lord to the table. Father God, um, even as I say that, the, the reality is you're already here. You're already at the table. You're just asking us to open our eyes to see you there because you've promised that you are with, with us. In fact, in so many places in scripture, when we talk about peace, your presence comes right alongside with peace. And so um, the words peace that are brought throughout scripture so often are brought up against the backdrop of something that doesn't seem peaceful at all. And yet your presence and your power creates and brings about a peace that wouldn't be possible otherwise. So show us today in the scripture how you're showing up to bring peace and then show us how we can both receive your peace and reflect your peace today. Holy Spirit, we're asking you to be our teacher. Open our minds, our ears, our eyes to hear you. Quiet the noise in our heads so that we can focus in and find that word or phrase, that one verse and that one takeaway that you have for each of us. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Ephesians 2 verses 14 through 22. I'll just read it once straight through for us to grab it at face value and then slow it down a little bit so that we can lean in close and find our word or phrase. For he himself is our peace who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away, and peace to those who were near, for through him we both have access to the Father by one Spirit." Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. That takes us back to last week's reading in 1 Peter. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Before I read this the second time, when he talks about two groups into one at the beginning of our reading, he's talking about the Jews and the Gentiles. So in, in this 
particular chapter in Ephesians, Paul is taking apart the reality that we are no longer saved by following the law, but we are saved by grace through faith. And so he's showing how Jesus draws us into that place of salvation through faith and grace. And then he explains how it used to be that you could only access God if you were a member of his chosen family of Israel, if you were Jewish. And Jesus tore down that wall of hostility the dividing wall of hostility, and he brought an opportunity for all of us to have access to God through Jesus Christ. So now let's read the second time. I'm going to start again at verse 14, go through verse 22, asking the Lord, show me what word or phrase I need to be holding on to as I look at this passage today. For he himself is our peace who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose, Jesus' purpose, was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people, and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Is there one word or phrase that leapt off the page to you, one that resonated with you, caused a question inside of you, made you curious, was just a reinsurance that felt like it was just from the Lord for you, something that stirs peace in you or maybe a little bit of disruption because it's inviting you into some kind of change. Go ahead and write down the verse that that was held in, a word, the phrase, but, but write down the verse in its entirety. And then uh, we will come back and talk about observation. I do hope you're taking these moments to write things down. It's a powerful practice and um, I think I've mentioned a couple of weeks ago when we were starting on this soap note journey with, together, but there are scientific evidences to why God actually calls us to write things down. Um, there are multiple places in scripture where he says, write down the things that I have taught you. Um, it's, it's a powerful memory tool. It consolidates information in a, in a unique way. And it's just, it's just potent what shows up when you put your pen to the page. So in observation today, 
a couple of different ways you could go with this. So if you have one specific verse, you can be looking in that verse. Where is Christ? What is he doing? What is his role? Where am I? What am I being told about my own role, my own place in God's family? And is there an action that I need to be noticing, a um, specific word or verb that, that I need to be holding on to or um, looking up maybe and finding a definition of? Or perhaps this has been a little bit of a stirring for you and a curiosity builder and you want to go back and read over the chapter or you can use a tool like Blue Letter Bible that will help you find other passages that talk about the same thing. And if you're curious about that, man, just message me. I would love to talk you through what that might look like. Take some time, write down a few observations, and then we'll talk about application. So in your observation, did you notice what Christ has done to create peace? Um, when we think about peace, there are so many different ways we can go with this word. We think about yesterday we, we saw peace being brought to physical circumstances, as well as Jesus being peaceful in the midst of a storm. Uh, so peaceful that he was willing to rest. So we saw emotional peace. We saw physical um, situations being brought to peace, a storm being stilled to bring peace. In this particular passage, we're looking at Jesus bringing peace through reconciliation. So he is bringing reconciliation between Jews and Gentiles. He's creating a whole new way for all of us to come together to Christ in the same way. He is also creating reconciliation that changes the way we relate to to him and to one another. So as you think about your application, is there a peaceful reconciliation challenge for you in this passage that you might write out as an application for yourself? And then we'll talk about prayer. So as you lean into prayer, there are opportunities here to worship, to praise God for what it is that he did through Jesus Christ, how it has changed your access to him. Um, there's an opportunity to ask him to wrestle through what does it look like for me to be part of your um, dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Or what does it look like for me to act as a fellow citizen with God's people and a member of his household? So wrestle through these things, talk them out with the Lord and enjoy a time of honest fellowship with him, remembering to pause because this is a two-way conversation and allow him to remind you, to teach you, to um, just engage in a moment of peaceful quiet with you. And then we'll talk about a final thought. So as we move forward into the next 24 hours and you think about this particular passage, so many places where it talks about peace, but I love that very first phrase, he himself is our peace. What a beautiful phrase to take into the next 24 hours. Christ, you are my peace. Uh, just a, a one final thought to carry into the next 24 hours of your day. Just praying that God will bring each of us into a very settled place deep in our spirit, regardless of circumstances, as we reflect on and remember the peace that comes through Jesus Christ. Have a great day.